Welcome to the Wingman Podcast, the number one wingman podcast in the world. This is the number one podcast for wingmen in the world. For wingmen? For wingmen. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> it, it doesn't have to. But we're number one. <laughs> <laughs> we're number one. It's never been one. done before. That's how unique we are. <laughs> Honestly, guys, I don't know what this is going to be. Matt. And me, we're on the couch with my buddy Luis Mercado, who's visiting Toronto. He's like, you guys should start a podcast. I we like, love Luis. I love Luis. Shout out to Luis. He's a fucking genius. Mercado? Yeah, Luis Mercado. He's uh, my buddy who has the show, The Couch Cheater. He also starts a new channel, Life Lessons with Luis. He's a fucking legend. His game's killer, by the way. He's fucking savage. And then, I mean, you saw it. You saw how many fucking girls. Were- Dude, Luis has some of the best game I've ever seen. I hooked up with eight girls that week. But Luis had girls flocking to him. He was like rejecting girls left and right. He had girls who were like soliciting him for hookups. And he's like, no. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Like, dude, <laughs> we look at the comments. It's all the girls that he met are just like in love with him. Oh, yeah. Like the comments to his photos. Oh, yeah. No, dude. It's just like, yeah, yo, we know all these girls. <laughs> yeah. They're all, yeah, I, they're I, all I like commenting hearts yeah, in his dude, photos. It's trippy. It's like, I was looking at his new <sighs> Instagram picture and like all these girls he met here in Toronto were like, I love you, Luis. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it blows my mind how like, you know what's crazy, man? Just learning game and learning soul skills and learning how to like, be one of those big pippin' motherfuckers. You just have the girls who like are obsessed with you. I'm like yeah. one, two, three. There's like three different girls who comes in the picture who I know who multiple of them I've hooked up with. Not I, I hooked up with one of them. We just we got to do an intro first because a lot of people. This is the first episode of the Wingman Podcast. Welcome to the Wingman Podcast. I'm Justin Mark. I've been uh, a dating coach for eight years now. I've been traveling around different countries around the world teaching guys how to talk to girls, how to get successful relationships, how to improve their dating life, their social life, their happiness, their communication. I even teach business. And Matt was my first wingman. That's why we decided to name this channel The Wingman Podcast because I figured that everyone needs a wingman. Everyone needs a running buddy. Someone who pushes them, someone who motivates yeah. them, someone and it's who not, helps And it's them. not just about girls too. It's in life. Like we've yeah. been wingmen for life. Remember that time we randomly ran into each other in Finland? Yeah, I remember that. And the guy that I was working with was best friends with the guy that you were working with. <laughs> it's very strange. The world's connected in weird ways. Yeah. And I remember when I called you in Stockholm, Sweden, and I was all like depressed and shit. And I was like stuck with business. And you're like, dude, just read this book. Matt has always been really spiritual. He's like, yo, read this book. It's called The Universe Has Your Back. And I read this book and I was like, whoa, that was great. It really helped me. It's like having a wingman or having like someone to push you to be the best version of yourself. I think that's what this channel is about, yeah. right? That, that's really I like think, my mindset. I think we got lucky. Not a lot of people have that like strong of a connection with someone that they're friends with each other for like very long time. Yeah. Like, over five years. I have that with a lot of people though. I have that with Nick. I have that with Alfredo. I have that with you. And like, we're lucky. We're a lucky group of people. Do all these relationships are people who push me to be the best version of myself. Yeah. Right. For example, when I saw you during COVID lockdowns, I literally saw your life going to shit. Well, the way I saw it, dude, when I saw you just like comfy with your girlfriend. Wait, let's give a background story about me. Cause a lot okay. of people know me. Sure. Matt is one of the best I've ever seen with understanding social dynamics Really, really good at photography and videography. He's really cool. He's uh, an interesting character where over the past eight years in my content creation career, I guess you'd say, Matt was in the background of a lot of that. Right? You helped I me know. with tons of content <laughs> over the years. The amount of times so I would get people, oh my God, you're in Justin's video. Yeah, like, yeah time. I was like 16. <laughs> I was like 17 or something. Way back in the day, dude. Way back <laughs> in the day. Like first time at a nightclub. You're, yeah. you're in that party video. 
Yeah, dude. We, we it were, like how to make out with girls in like the yeah, club Yeah, it was like how something. to pick up girls from the club or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got like 100,000 views. And, yeah, so like it was crazy. How, like me and Matt went way back and Matt has actually been part of this journey. He's been a big part of my life, you know, with me creating content, but also with me coaching guys. Because back in the day, we started a blog called Superior Lifestyle Community. Do you remember that? Yep. And I used to literally so write like stories and articles about like me making all chicks and shit. It's basically and, a website. Yeah. And my, and a forum. No, we had a website and a forum. And we had like a Facebook group and stuff like that. The Facebook group had thousands of people. At one point, dude, I remember our monthly view count on our, our site was like 2,000 people watching or yeah. viewing a month. It was a lot of people, dude. And I remember my and mom. How old were you? We were teenagers. Dude, we were, I was like 18. Was yeah. Like first I was 17. Yeah. And we literally have guys all around the world that <laughs> yeah. follow us. It was crazy. Even wow. though it wasn't the biggest audience, but we had an audience. It was trippy as fuck. Yeah. And I wish we, we stuck at it. Yeah. Remember I told you to take it down because my mom bitched yeah. at me. My mom found it. It was like bitching at me. But it's like, dude, it really shows me how hard we were hindered by our parents. Yeah. My mom was bitching at me because of this thing. But it was being seen by thousands of people. Yeah. The reason probably she was bitching at because what? We were talking a lot about like trying to get girls in yeah, high school. Yeah, exactly. In high school and college. Yeah. My mom wanted to be like a little kissless version. Like, like sharing like our experiences. Oh, like. Yeah, exa exactly. I approached this girl in, in like the hall of my high school. I was talking about how like. I don't know what to say to her. <laughs> Guys, no, but, help no me. I was talking about how like male girls are like hooked up with chicks and shit. My mom yeah. was like, what the fuck? All right. Okay. I think you were, you were, in a, you were a level up. Than I was when we were that age. I, I was just writing like the most crazy shit. Yeah. And I was like a Christian boy. <laughs> Justin was like definitely like the influence that. <laughs> Dude, we push each other, man. I definitely remember us pushing each other. Dude, do you want to talk about how we met first? Yeah. So I met Matt on a pickup form, on a form of like how to pick up chicks because I was like struggling with women or with dating and with soul skills. And so I discovered this random YouTube channel about picking up girls and I went on their forum and it was like, find a wingman. And so like I posted in the forum and then Matt like replied like a few days later and he's like, Hey, I'll, I'll be your wingman. And it turns out he didn't live too far away from me. So I was like, great, let's fucking link up. Let's hang out. And I remember we were texting for weeks. I literally felt like we were best friends. I felt like he understood me. Whereas yeah. I didn't feel we, like my own dude, it's, friends it's understand so me. weird. We would like call each other every night and tell... I don't think you used to call me back then. I think we really? used to text each other. I think I was scared to call you. I don't remember, man, honestly. But we had a phase where we'd call each other though, right? Y yeah, like later on, yeah. Yeah, I think but later you'd, on. I messaged me every night and then I remember when we were finally going to meet after weeks of texting, I flaked on you because I was scared. <laughs> I like I don't remember in. that. I don't Dude, remember Dude, it's, it's actually kind of weird because it's like the same way how I like I sleep in now and you're like texting me like, yo, come out. It was like the same <clears throat> shit. What I like is we were both so motivated. Back then? Yeah. Yeah, we were both motivated. We're as motivated as we are now. I, I'd crazy. say so. I'd say so. Even more. It, we're, dude, we're it's, more it's weird though. It's like, I feel like I'm kind of living the same life. But now I'm like rich as fuck. I get tons of girls. I've been all over the world. I'm friends with celebrities and I fuck hotties. <laughs> it's weird because like back then I was like shy, insecure, nervous, anxious, and I was broke as shit. But you know, think about this, right? Remember the first time we were going to meet up? I flaked on you and you're like, dude. You flaked at me. You sent me a sad face. You're like, you flaked on me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I overslept. But I didn't want to tell you I overslept. It's because I was nervous to meet up with you. Because uh -huh. like, you were telling me like, take the train in another city to meet up with you're a stranger. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Versus like now. That's interesting. It's weird. Yeah. It's really weird because I feel like I can't imagine myself doing that right now. Like if I, if I like meet someone on the forum. Oh no, I, 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 I meet up with whoever now. I'm so fucking cool about it. Well, you know what? Back then it was weird to meet people online. Because that was like before Tinder was even a thing. That's around like yeah. Tinder when Tinder first became like an app. The internet, like meeting people online was like not as common. Instagram wasn't popular back then. But now it's very common. I find it's very common to meet people online now. 
Facebook yeah, groups, meetup groups. When it comes to meeting like Telegram new guys, groups. I guess as friends, like I feel like me and you, we have such a tight circle now that it's like, it's hard for me to like even try to make friends with like new people. At least like that will be as tight as, as us. No, like, for sure. Like talking, talking yeah. every day, hanging out every day. Oh, yeah, totally. It's just like, there's a very strong, like, uh, what's it called? Like a gate for them I, to I know exactly pass what you're saying. through. Is, okay. is that what you know what? I have the exact same issue, except when I travel. When I travel to new places, I find my brain regresses to like being open to being boys with people. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like you're in a new place, new country. You know what I mean? I think so. If you meet someone in another country, like, like in Australia, the guys that I met there, even though I don't talk to them every day, but I feel like if I go there, like yeah, they're, they're like your boys. Yeah, they'll be my boys yeah, forever. I had the exact same thing. They'll be my I had the exact forever. same thing. Well, I moved to Australia in 2017, and then uh, when I went back in early 2020, I hang with the same fucking people. Yeah, crazy as hell. Because think about this: like me and Justin have traveled the world like multiple times. Even here, it's we go to nightclubs what seven nights a week. How Imagine. hard is it to connect with another guy that's like on our level? Oh, dude, I look at the guys. I'm just like, fuck, they're losers. I wish I didn't feel that way. I wish I could feel the other guys are cool enough, yeah. but I don't feel that they're cool enough. <laughs> no, hundred percent. No, because your average friend is a millionaire, like yeah. multi-millionaire. Oh, easy. easily. Right. It's like, like you like meet definitely. random dudes at a club that like, I mean, obviously. it's not about the friends being a millionaire, but it's about the personality development that got them there. Yeah. It's not like I just started out. All my friends are millionaires. It's not about the money that they have, but your character needs to be at a certain point in order for you to like attract that much affluence. Well, I'm going to talk about how I met some of my best friends, right? I met you off the forum. I met my roommate, Alfredo, who's really successful and really wealthy and just great soul skills, really deep character development. I think that's the word successful. successful. Well, dude, I cold approached him in the college gym. I saw him and I was like, I want to make friends <clears> with this guy because I could tell. I was like, yeah. I need to make friends with this guy. I like planned it out. We've been friends for eight years. Think about the reason for that. It's because I could just tell from his communication that he was perfect for what I wanted, which was a cool friend to pull girls with when I was 18 years old in college. Because I didn't have that. I was a fucking little shy, little virgin nerd. And so now the same, for, I've been friends with the same people for like eight, seven, eight years, yeah. right? And it's these people, it's because like they set on the same path as me, where is like work on yourself, self-development, Focus on growth, focus on personal development, focus on fitness, focus on health, focus on being the best version of yourself, focus on self-actualization, travel, doing cool stuff. And I look around, man, and all my friends are successful. All mm. my friends are really successful. And that's why I wanted to name this the Wingman Podcast because it's like, the way I see it is like, I want to be that wingman yeah. to anyone who's watching. Someone who doesn't have that. Because like not everyone like have we can't, or Justin, right? We can't, we can't do it without each other. You can't, it's right? Like, uh, you, you need people to push you in life. Osmosis as well, right? It's like we naturally try to fit in our tribe. If all the people in our tribe are like doing great, we feel like we're getting kicked out if we don't do great. So we just end up like trying to do great. It's like natural thing that happens. Like whoever you hang around with, the top five people you hang around with, you naturally just become like them. Yeah. That's why like, I love hanging out with you yeah, and for sure. uh, all, all the boys. Well, dude, remember during COVID, I was traveling. I was in Brazil. I was in Mexico. Mm -hmm. I was making money. I was fucking girls. I was doing everything I wanted to do. I had a hot girlfriend who was a famous actress. I was killing it. Yeah. Even then, COVID still fucked my life up. It fucked my business up. Fucked up my income. And I was super depressed. It still fucked me up. But I still made more money than ever. Still hooked up a lot of girls. Still fuck. I, I did really well for myself. Mm -hmm. And I remember coming back to Toronto, moving to the penthouse. I was living down the street from you. We never really linked up. We would talk a little bit. You'd hit me up. We'd message you here and there a little bit on Instagram, but not much. Once every few months. Then I actually remember the day I was visiting 
I think I was visiting Nick and I was walking by your place and I called you. I'm like, yo, what are you doing right now? I'm like, outside your place. Let's, you want to hang out? You're like, yo, cool, come up. And I met your girlfriend and I was just like, what the fuck happened to you? I mean, it was great. I was proud of you. You had a girlfriend, you had a nice place. You had it all going for you, but you, it looked like, like game wise, you were just lost. Like you were overweight. I was like, you're losing focus. On, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how I, I literally felt about you. I literally felt like you got trapped because society is so weird where society brainwashes you, right? And I think like we definitely saw a lot and I don't want to get too political here. We definitely saw a lot of that during COVID. It's almost like your friends, your family, everyone's just like, oh, conform to what this new standard is. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, not throwing on the table or, or throwing in the bus, I mean, putting the spot, but like, I literally felt like you got whipped by your girlfriend. She was like 100%. in control of you. You're I mean, just like, like getting fat to cope. It wasn't bad. It games. was like I was whipped by like the lifestyle of like, I don't know, I just didn't have a way out. Like, I just thought like, I just didn't know any better. It's like, I couldn't see that there's a greener grass on the other side of the fence. Like I just wasn't real in my head. I was living in Mexico with David Bond yeah. and Bradicus, and then Mike Pickup Alpha, aka Squad and Casanova was with us too, right? So all I'm seeing was entrepreneurs, business owners, people who travel, yeah. people free, people who get tons of girls. I was like literally just immersed in that. I mean, you know I, I had like a day job and yeah. the only people I interacted with were my coworkers. I mean, I, we weren't hanging out at all. Um, Trippy as fuck, eh? Yeah. It's so it's easy to fall know. into like that conformity. And yeah. so like, I actually had like a plan to like wake you up. But yeah, you did. You did save me. Dude. Yeah, I'm very aware. But like the thing is like, well, that's what wingmen do, bro. <laughs> that's <laughs> what wingmen do. I remember inviting you over and showing like, I wanted you to come to my place and see how like, the vibe was set up for like parties and then like having drinks with you guys. Yeah. I remember I made the flaming Sambuca shots. I was just talking about like pulling girls and shit. And I was just like talking about like my open lifestyle. Cause I, I wanted to like wake you up and bring you back to reality. Yeah. You know what I mean? It definitely woke me up. I'm yeah. like, honestly, remember that one time I kind of just like walked out. Yeah. I remember, dude, I remember I, I knew exactly, dude, you never even tell me, but I knew exactly what was going through your fucking mind. In my head. It's like, what the fuck? Like this was reality to me. Dude, that, that actually blows my fucking mind because we never even talked about this. So there's this day that Matt was with his girlfriend hanging out with us and our old buddy Thomas was there, his girlfriend was there, and then your girlfriend's friend was there, right? Hannah or whatever. And uh, I remember you kind of just got up and walked out. You were like, oh, I'm tired. We're home. Definitely like one of the lowest points of my life. I remember you saying, I'm tired. We're home. But dude, I knew what was going through your fucking head. I knew exactly what was going through your head. I felt that you, were, you had been waking up. I felt like you had seen the light. Yeah, 100%. It was like the starting point. What was going through your head that day? That day when you walked out. So Matt was at my place having drinks. Why did you walk out? What made you walk out? Honestly, I just felt like, I just felt like something inside of me that like definitely woke me up. I don't know. I just felt like I lived how you were living when I saw it. I lived the way you were living. What do you mean? Which is like kind of like partying and like having fun. Oh, I got it. I got it. Oh, like, so, so I was in like, like at this, this, at this point, okay. my life was just like playing video games, just mm-hmm. staying at home, eating fried chicken, like ordering <laughs> it. And, like, that's literally just my life day to day. Like go to, go, go to work at like 8 a.m., come home at like nine. You're like stuck in a rut. Yeah. Stuck in a rut. I did that for like what? Like a year, I think. Damn, that's fucked up. A year. Yeah. It's a lot of time in my life. And if you're stuck in that rut, rut Dude, that for is, so long, so you're telling it's me like nine to five for a year, stuck in a rut doing fuck all pretty much. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it was it was like that. And That's then, insane. I don't know. I was just like confused. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought this was like what people are aiming for, like this life of like comfort, having a girlfriend, and like. Well, you had it I all, right? You had a happy. girlfriend. You had a place. You have nice stuff. Like you have, yeah, you have yeah, income. Secure, you have benefits. Like, yeah, you have everything you'd want. And everything that 
my parents were so proud of me, dude. Your parents were proud of you? Yeah. They were like, oh, <laughs> the we're first so proud time. of you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, you're so proud of you. Well, because, like, I mean, dude, think about it, right? Not just the first time. Dude, dude your parents they're, don't they're want you to... Um, well, think about this, right? Your parents don't want you to go on and fucking. I was living a very, a very safe like that, right? life. I was very living a very safe life. It was definitely very safe. Well, that's what everyone's parents want. They want their kids to be safe and secure. They don't want their kids to be some yeah. sort of like, dude. My parents look at me like I'm a fucking psychopath, like yeah. travel around the world, fucking just crazy shit, partying with girls every night. Yeah. Dude, my sister came to hang out with me for like a month. She's come to my parties and she's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like she sees like hundreds of random girls come to my parties in my house. She's like, what the fuck? This is how you live? This is insane. <laughs> dude, before like October of this year, I never really parted my sister. I never had her come kicking me. She never really saw my lifestyle. And now like she sees it. And she's like, holy yeah. shit. Like what the fuck? I it think at that like, point, I had like a, a sick feeling in my stomach of like... You know what it was? I just knew you were in girlfriend mode. And when I see my friends in girlfriend mode, I'm like, I want to like slap them, wake up. Because I've been there. Yeah. I've been there, my, dude. To be fair, it's like my first girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so it's like, I didn't really know what to expect of it when I was getting into it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel but like... Yeah, you, dude. Well, yeah let's, let's talk about the comeback. <laughs> well, tell me about the comeback. Comeback? But yeah, dude. I feel like I'm back better than ever. Being in a so. position where like motivated to we probably making more money than ever right now. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely I'd say good. probably getting more girls than ever too. Yeah. You know I mean, getting <laughs> a lot of female attention. Attention, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're getting lots of female attention. That's what you're getting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just motivated, dude. I'm, I'm happy now we're we're starting projects like the podcast. I'm excited. Uh, I was always like this though before the girlfriend mode. No, you I was always like a killer in everything I do. I mean, like when it comes to photography, photography is one of my main uh, businesses. Built my own studio, so it's like pretty sick. Dude, I saw your place go from you living with your girlfriend to like having like the TV and the couch and everything to you having you turn this entire place into a photography studio, which was like insane. Like this place was a full on fucking photography studio. And now it's a fucking podcast studio. Like, <laughs> you just keep transforming this place, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, man. transform the place multiply. It was a, it was a gaming Twitch. Yeah, fucking it, it, streaming. It was, it, it, was a, it was a Twitch streaming studio before. Studio before, yeah. Crazy as fuck. I don't know. I just like doing like that kind of stuff. I like creating. I like putting things you're, together. You're uh, a creative director. That's awesome. So I just got a question from a viewer saying he wants to talk about infidelity and why girls cheat on their boyfriends and how to prevent it. Well. You know what's crazy? It's like, in my opinion, there's almost nothing you can do to stop girls from cheating except just be like the best fucking version of yourself. Like, literally, if you're just like the best version of yourself, you're hitting the gym, you're motivated, you're focused on your purpose, you have abundance with women options, you have dating options, you have other girls who would probably be down to date you, and then you have a girlfriend. Well, she could see, okay, this guy's a winner, he's in the gym, he's fit, he's healthy, he's got his income going, he has other women who want him, so he must be a man of value. Because women by nature are hypergamous. You heard of the concept of female hypergamy, mm -hmm. Matt? Women are always trying to trade upwards. And it's fucked up. Like I see this firsthand every single fucking day, dude. Like when I go out, I meet girls with the boyfriends all the time. And if in any way, shape, or form the woman can see not even just that you have more money than her, than her man, if you have more potential, she will probably cheat on her guy with you. Here's not the just thing. she, but like she will definitely respond. Let's say if she's not going to cheat, she's going to respond really, really well to you. What do you mean? I don't know. When it comes to infidelity, not not every girl's in a bad relationship, right? 
I feel like the girls that do cheat, it's already like going rocky anyways. Like if a girl's 100% happy, like- No, I, I, I agree cheating, with that. Bro. Like, if a girl's happy, she's probably I mean, not going to cheat. I mean, unless they're a celebrity or something like that, dude. Dude, you, the shit I've fucking seen, man. The yeah, shit I've fucking seen. Celebrity, of course. I've seen like, girls who are 100% happy with their boyfriend. They love their boyfriend to death. But then it's like- they I meet, feel like at that point, yeah. she's the issue. No, for sure. For sure. Yeah, and, but like, just because well. like, no, but think about this, right? Leonardo DiCaprio walks in the room and he wants to fuck your girlfriend. <laughs> like what? You, are you telling me she's not going to cheat? No, I, but I love my boyfriend. I love my boyfriend gotta, so much. I got to get him to play the Titanic song and <laughs> record it. No, like the whole point is like. <laughs> Send it to me. Like, dude, you got to realize it's like. If like you imagine myself as Leo. <laughs> honestly, like the trick is to have so much fucking high value. Uh-huh. That your girl, she would be losing if she cheats on you. 100%. Like, think about this. You have to have so much fucking value as a man. And I'm not just talking about, like, monetary value. I'm not just saying pay her fucking bills. I'm not talking about you just being some rich dude or whatever. But it's, like, your inherent social value. Your value in her reality. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Think about this, right? In, like, by the way, I know nothing about Arab culture, but I'm, ta- I'm just thinking about, like, in, like, a lot of those, like, type of, like, families or like like Arab families or whatever or like you know how in like Brampton you see all those like the, like the Punjabi community or whatever the fuck like do you think these dudes girlfriends are out fucking random guys <laughs> like probably not right no. it's because like well they have their own communities <clears throat> they have like their own communities so like everyone in their community kind of knows each other mm-hmm. so as long as like you are a kind of standout dude in that community your girl's not gonna fucking cheat mm-hmm. and she's not really gonna have the opportunity to cheat because everyone in the community knows each other right However, like we do a lot of nightlife stuff. We got into nightlife. And of course, why do we see so many girls cheating their boyfriends? Yeah. It's because we're meeting a lot of club girls. We're meeting yeah. a lot of girls who like they met their boyfriend at the club. They start dating yeah. him for like six months. And then like, oh, they're still at the club because that's like the type of girl they are. Yeah. And then they cheat on their fucking boyfriend. I mean, <laughs> you know why I mean? why do if we go to the clubs and why do these girls like us? Because we're we're the top dogs in the club, you know what I mean? Well we're like the top. I've been a club promoter for fucking eight years. I'm the top you know of the mean? nightlife industry. And you're the it's photographer. Like- <laughs> <laughs> it's like why why would they talk to a random dude that just walked in like you know having you know what like, I mean? like a i know the owner fucking I'm justin, the fucking owner, you justin know I mean? takes them to vip rebel he takes them to the vip of the vip yeah true. And he has like 20 bottles there that's yeah, true <laughs> and it's fucked up because like in my head i literally don't give a flying fuck about any of this like social status shit but the girls do yeah because in I mean, that i would too in that Free subjective drinks. environment Free drinks. Yeah, like you sure. Paid. Yeah, for sure. Like that. That's where it's valuable. But like in free that, entry, free th- think about this, right? People's brains don't work like our brains because we done like the game stuff for like yeah. fucking almost ten years. And so in my head, I'm just like, oh, this is like a subjective environment. This environment, I have high status in this one city, in this one country, in this one nightclub. Yeah, I have this high value. <laughs> I mean, and so it makes it really fucking entertaining because it's like. In this like really specific environment, I'm now this high value male. But now this girl who's been dating this fucking dude for fucking two years or whatever comes to the club. Her boyfriend's at home. But because I'm this high value male in this one specific environment, in this specific city, in this club, in this specific city, in this country, she's down to fuck me. And it, it really fucks my head up. It's like, holy shit. She's willing to throw all that away just because I have high status in this one environment. Yeah, it, it really blows like my mind. nature, I guess. And I feel like it's also the difference between men and women's like temperament. With men, when it comes to when we meet a high value guy, it's kind of like, oh, cool. I'll probably just be friends with him. Like, hey, I'll say hi to you. 
Yeah. I'll maybe like exchange Instagrams. But I feel like for, for a girl to meet a high value guy, it's almost like they see that differently than for how sure. we see it differently. Yeah. It's, it's just like if we see a high value dude, it's like, oh, cool, we'll be bros. <laughs> the girl is like, I feel like they, they're they, trying to they, extract value. Their eyes light up or something. They're trying to extract value. They somehow like feel safer and they can get value or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's, it's like their whole body pulses differently. Well, think about this, right? If you, if you, it, it goes back to the caveman days. Think about this. We used to live in societies of 50 to 100 people. You'd have like your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa, you know, the elders of your tribe, whatever the fuck. It was pretty much your family. We would live in these like overly large families of 50 to 100 people. Anytime a tribe got too large, they would kind of just end up branching off or having internal conflict. It would separate into like two different tribes. And so that's pretty much how human beings lived in the world for like pretty much millions of years yeah. from like how we evolved from like monkeys to yeah. women, early humanoids. Women were always dependent on men for security and safety. So think about this, right? When you're in a nightclub, like they weren't even working. Like when you're in a nightclub with like 50 to hundred people around you, you're now in this new tribe. And if the boyfriend isn't there, she's going to have fucking cheating. She ends up cheating. It just happens because the man's not there. Not every girl. Not every girl. Not every girl. Yeah, but I know girls who won't. I, I, I think a lot of women are so caught up in their femininity that they almost forget they have a boyfriend. They might give them attention, but they, or they give attention or some form of cheating. Not, I don't mean necessarily going home with a girl or going. With, sorry, going with another guy, but like the girl could emotion cheat. I guess. Think about this. Right? How, how imagine bad of a boyfriend you if are. your girlfriend was in an airplane and the airplane crashed on a desert island and she's like stuck there for six months. Are you telling me, like, if the surviving members of the airplane built some sort of little society on some deserted island, you're telling me your girlfriend wouldn't be getting fucking railed by another dude on that fucking yeah, island? Yeah, if you can't talk to the guy. If you know way to communicate Yeah, no way to communicate. There's no... Uh, there's no phone. There's no internet. And you have no idea when you're going to go back. It's kind of like the new reality, of course. I it's find just, that a lot of women, and guys too, by the way, women, though, they're so in the moment. But that's like the extreme. They're very in the moment. Well, think about how much cheating we see. I see so much cheating, bro. I see it every single fucking day. Yeah, every so day I go out. Club. Every, it's like if a girl I wants to cheat, she go dude. I see it on Instagram. I see it on Tinder. I'll DM girls who have boyfriends on Instagram, and they're down to hang out. <clears throat> I feel yeah. like I go on Tinder, and there's girls who girl like, I go cheat, on Instagram, and they have Tinder. boyfriend. What the fuck? I see it all the fucking time. Now, obviously, Tinder's got more girls who are single. And like, if they're on Tinder, they're like looking to cheat anyway. But I've so many examples of this. I had a buddy who used to live with me who DM'd a girl on Instagram. She had a boyfriend. And this girl was 18 years old, attractive female. She had a boyfriend. A buddy of mine was like 21 at the time. We were, we were like young dudes. We were 21. She literally just left this boyfriend for two years to go hook up with my buddy. She cheated on, well, she cheated her boyfriend first, took up with my buddy, and then broke up with the boyfriend to stay with my buddy. Yeah. And she was with this guy for two years. No context. Just because like my buddy was more, he's older, more alpha, probably had like a little bit more resources, a little bit more successful, but just like that, threw a two-year relationship away for nothing. But for that, I feel like it's not the guy's status. It's more about like the girl's decision that she wants to do it. I feel like in my opinion, no matter how good your game is, if a girl doesn't want to do it, she's not going to do it. No, I agree it's with it's that. ultimately the I girl's I'm not, decision. I'm not saying that every girl cheats. I'm saying that the question from this guy was, how do you stop your girl from cheating? Well, the whole point it's, is like, like, you need to be like mega high value. It, you need, your value needs to just be so fucking abundant that there's no other fucking opportunity. 
it wouldn't make sense logically for her to do it mm-hmm. or emotionally. So you give her the best fucking emotions. You give her the best possible experiences. She's extremely fulfilled and happy in a relationship. Yeah, she right? has to feel loved, feel secure, safe, and certain. And then she also has a to feel lot like of factors. She has to feel like you're a fucking she, she, winner. She has dude. to be happy. Yeah, she has to feel like you're a fucking winner, and she found a goddamn winner. Yeah, she has to feel like she found she won the lottery. Mm. That's literally what she has to feel. And it's trippy because, like, I don't know, man. I meet a lot of girls, and it's like. In my head, I walk around like I probably have a bit of a god complex. I literally look at myself like I'm a fucking god. <laughs> like I straight up do. And in my head, like when I'm talking to girls, I'm thinking like any of these fucking females are so fucking lucky. I'm even gracing them with my presence. That's that's my mindset when I talk to a lot of these girls. And if they, yeah. do, you know, what's crazy? But they love that though. I no they for, for sure, dude. A lot of them do love it. But you know what's crazy? I don't even demonstrate that. Like I don't even tell them that's how I feel. Like that's just how I feel in my head. But like the girls don't even like I exactly like normal guy. And, yeah, but, like, you're just a nice. Every time I see you talk to girls, she's just like, like super nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like super nice. My thing is, I can see it in your eyes that you think you're like <laughs> you're like yo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I'm shit. the shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, like I can see it in his eyes. Yeah, that, you, you'll be thing, talking right? about how's your night. It's like and you're like how's your night. <laughs> like you can yeah, see it, your it, eyes. It's actually really interesting. No, the whole point I'm trying to make here though, right, is it's interesting because it's like I look at a lot of these girls and I'm just like, man, they're not fucking girlfriend material and Mm -hmm. i wait for the girls to recognize the value and those are the only girls i'll date if a girl can realize holy shit this justin dude's like the coolest fucking guy i've ever met and i can also tell that they're not a giant slut and they won't fuck around they won't hook up other dudes they won't cheat behind my back or whatever girlfriend material even with where i'm at i find i attract so many girls who'd want to date even though they can see like i think i'm the shit and i actually am and i make good money and i fuck lots of girls and i've got this abundant lifestyle i still don't want to fucking commit to any of these girls because it's like even at my level with my dating skills this is the god complex kicking back in it's like even with my fucking level of me get all these bitches but like the whole point is like i literally don't think any of these girls are good enough yeah it's crazy because it's like it takes a certain type of girl to not be that type of girl to yeah. who, who won't cheat and i have a girlfriend now and i can't even see her cheating i literally can't see my girlfriend cheating on me Honestly, yeah. Your girlfriend, I can't see her cheating on you either. No. I can't see it happening. It's like we found a shiny Pokemon. Straight up. Straight up. <laughs> but but it, it's because they have different value systems, and I feel like they look at us like we're the fucking shit. Yeah, but the, like, the reason why we're dating them, though, you know what I mean? Well, you know what? I look for girls who... I don't want to say I look for girls who feed into the God complex, but I look for girls who actually recognize my intelligence and my skill set, of uh, what I'm capable of, uh, my business acumen, my... I look for girls who aren't fucking dumb, who actually recognize shit. I'm fucking killing it in life, or I, I have the ability to kill. It. Like I don't look for girls who care about the club stuff. I don't look for girls who just like me because I'm some club promoter guy. Yeah, maybe that's what attracts them in the beginning. But I don't like to keep those types of girls around. I like to look for girls who, when it comes to dating, I like to look for girls who actually see the depth of like yeah. what's possible. Hundred percent. Same with me. It's like I don't want to have to try to get a girl. Like if I meet a girl, I just have to be like, be me. She can take it or leave it. That's an issue a lot of guys have, right? So they simp, they fucking spend all their money on their yeah, girls. Yeah, they try to please. Dude, considering how much money I make yeah. and how much money I spend on girls, it's like I am a cheap little Indian man. One of my ex-girlfriends, I did spend about all my money taking her around the world to travel with me. <clears throat> but that was like a personal decision. It's not because I had to. It's not because I want to. It's not because I was simping for her. It's just the fact that I want her to be with me while I'm traveling. And I knew that if I don't spend the money, we're going to have to break up. Because, like, she'll have to move back home and she won't travel with me. But a lot of guys will spend 
older money and girls coming from a place of neediness and simping, trying to impress her. Yeah. Versus it never like, works. It, no, it doesn't work because it makes the girl lose respect for you. Yeah. Versus like when I find girls trying to, like for example, when that girlfriend would, because I, I think she thought I was just like spending all my money to simp for her. And I make it very clear I'm not simping for you. And if you like act up or try to use me or gold dig me, I'm going to drop you like that. Like I call girls out on being gold diggers. Yeah. If my girlfriend's being a fucking gold digger, dude, I will call them the fuck out. I swear to God. If I ever have a girlfriend who I think in any sh- way, shape or form is trying to gold dig me or trying to get me to just pay for everything or trying to like spend all the money on everything, I literally call them out on it. And yeah. I'm like, no, you, you got to like pay for me. That. If I spend money on the girl, it's kind of like a form of appreciation. Me too. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you, it's like you won this. It's yeah. like a reward for yeah. being awesome. Yeah. Being an awesome person. Yeah. Or just like, cause you care about them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Here's a good example of this. Whenever I buy myself food, anyone I'm with, I buy them food too. I buy you food all the time. You know, yeah. anytime you're hanging out with me, my roommate always buying food. If I'm with a girl, I pretty much, if I'm ordering myself food cause I'm hungry, cause like I only Uber Eats. I don't cook. Like if I cooked, I'd probably cook them food because I don't cook. I just do Uber Eats. I do Uber Eats like two, three times a day. I spent last month $2,000 on Uber Eats. Like, like actually pretty fucked up, but uh, I don't cook. Right. So I spent thousands of dollars a month on Uber Eats <laughs> and I'm not even saying do this. I'm just saying I'm a lazy fuck and I don't cook. If I could did cook it, it's not good. And so I just do Uber Eats. And so the whole bunch I make is that you Uber Eats a lot. And I'll always order girls food with me. Or if I'm at a restaurant, if I invite a girl out, like, okay, cool. Like, cause you're here. I, you know, I'll invite you food. But even back in the day, man, when I was fucking broke as shit, I wouldn't pay for anything for girls at all. But even if I was like buy myself food, I wouldn't buy girls food at all ever. Maybe I would, but it'd be like McDonald's and it'd be like a, one dollar chicken burger or whatever the fuck. I'm terrible at that. Yeah. <laughs> it's trippy. It's weird how like money affects relationships. And, like, I, like, I like send girls on an Uber pool home. Yeah, no, dude, I used to do that all the time. Yeah. All the time. In, in dude, my head, it's like, now. yeah, they usually get pissed at me and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like, yo, I don't even take Uber myself. <laughs> dude, that's, that's the I thing. I Uber pool all the time. I used to, to, like I used to Uber $5. pool girls back when Uber pool was a thing pissed. pre-COVID and I had girls get upset. And in my head, I'm like, why the fuck is this girl upset at me calling an Uber pool? Because, like, I walk instead of Uber because I don't like spending yeah, money just, on <laughs> Yeah. And I'm like, this girl's mad at me calling Uber. her fucking Uber. I'm like, all right, pay for it yourself. I'll tell them that. I'm like, all right, cool. You yeah. don't, like, pay, like, you know what I mean? But then like, you also don't, like, piss off the girl. <laughs> they get pissed off. Yeah, there's one time I took her, I took a girl to A&W and I have the coupon app. <laughs> She wanted, she wanted a veggie burger and it wasn't on the coupon because <laughs> she was vegan. Oh shit. I'm like, uh, that's not on the coupon. <laughs> Cause I, I don't know. Like uh, we're both cheap. It's not, oh my God, it's not I didn't have money. It's just like we, like I ate so much takeout that I have to like be smart about it. Yeah, for sure. It's not that I was broke. It was just like, I don't know, man. I make so much money now. I don't think about it anymore. I like, <laughs> I used to do the same shit though. I still do the buy one, get one free. You know, it's fucked up. No, straight up. Cause it, cause you get like double. Dude, early this year, so this is during COVID lockdowns, early this year, I remember I had a girl over. Fuck, I'm trying to remember who this was. All I remember is I had a girl over and like sometimes when I'm ordering food for the girls, I don't know if they're even self-aware or if they just think I'm rich or if it's a shit test. It's one of the three. Either they're not self-aware or they spend a lot of money on food themselves or they're shit testing me or they just think I'm rich or they think I'm just going to buy them whatever the fuck they want. But I remember like there's girls who would, like go on my Uber app and it just like they would add everything. They're just like adding everything. Like they just like buy like $50 worth of shit. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So I would literally just go back and like delete the items. I would just like go back and like, and they'd be like, did you order it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I ordered it. And I, but I didn't. <laughs> Cause like, I didn't want to spend more than like 20 bucks and they were like $50 worth of food. Cause it's, dude, in my head, it's like a random Tinder girl I haven't hooked up with. Yeah. She doesn't fucking deserve it. 
And if she's taking my phone, like buying whatever the yeah, fuck she up. wants, she can fuck herself. That's why when you it comes I mean? when it comes but, to dates, I want to keep it as cheap as possible because I don't want to invest in someone I don't know. Bro, of course like, not. Like what the fuck? I, I think it's delusional. When I see guys spending a lot of money on a date, now I do now only because I might have money now, and I always yeah. regret it. I have dates where I spend a hundred bucks and I don't even yeah. hook up with a girl. No and I'm like, what to. the fuck? There are a lot of cultures in the world where like girls expect you to pay it's for them. Delusional. Like I fucking hate it. Like it's delusional. Like it's not, fucking. Do, the whole concept of taking a girl on a first date and spending a lot of money, in my opinion, is fucking delusional. Yeah. Right, do you really think that, like, do these guys think they're going to spend $150 on a fucking first date just for the girl to not hook up with you? Yeah. And it's like... It actually now, works the opposite. It's like... It makes the girls not like you. Yeah. She doesn't respect you after. Yeah. Now it's you're just either like that or... I don't know. Like, they, they'll just feel, like, guilty about, like, you just, like, buying and then, like, they think that you're trying to just, like, have sex with them. Yeah, um, it feels like you're paying for pussy. Yeah, almost, exactly. You know I mean? it, for me, it's like I don't know you yet. The reason why, like, I want to meet up with you because I want to get to know you to see if I like you. And what? Like, I'm gonna buy dinner, dude. I don't. I don't. I. You know what? I buy girls dinner after we're already hooking up or after we're already dating. It's like my general rule of thumb is 100%. like I don't buy girls shit until after we're hooking up. I like but, buy um, stuff on the second date. You know what though? One thing I do like doing is like Tinder dates. I mean, just like I just Uber eats myself food and then I like, get them whatever they want. So I usually do. That's why I do the buy one get one free. I'm buying myself food anyway. Do you want anything? Yeah. Me? It's like, I'm just being generous. I'm not simping for you. It's like, oh, it's 8 p.m. You should, yeah. It's about dinner time. That's why I'll I buy I'll, myself food anyway. I don't like to eat alone. I'll buy you food. That's why for first dates, I love like either getting coffee, bubble tea, or just like one drink at a bar or something like that. And I, if I'm buying one drink, you know, it's, it's whatever. What? Seven, fuck off. Seven dollars. That's right. It's fuck all. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. nothing. So yeah, like that, that's the most advanced on a first date. Like yeah. I'm not going to pay like $60 Dude, even, even then, I don't dinner. like it. Well, no, the thing is, if you do Uber Eats, you do the one, buy one, get one free, usually, like, I swear to God, you can get $20 yeah. in Toronto, you could pretty much get, like, a two-for-one meal and, like, eat really gourmet shit, <laughs> including the delivery fee and everything. Yeah. It's pretty but good. Be, but even then, that adds up, because, dude, we'd, it does we'd literally, up. we'd go on, like, five dates a week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I mean. it does add up. Uh, so, anyway, back to us, that story. So, like, there's a girl who, like, just added a bunch of shit to, like, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, the audacity of some random girl, like, j- like, <laughs> seriously? What the fuck? You didn't think you just got my phone and just order like, bro, you know what it is? A lot of these girls expect a lot because other guys don't set the fucking boundary. It's like, oh, I'm buying you food and like, oh, cool. But I've I had, can just get I've had girls tell me that they appreciate that I told them, let's say if I do get dinner with a girl and I tell her that we're going to split, I've had multiple girls tell me that they appreciate that. Because like, okay, or maybe it's just that these girls just want to be independent. They want to feel independent. Yeah, they want to feel I mean? independent. That's what it is. So they're like, oh like my God, fact. I appreciate you asking for me to split the bill. <laughs> By the way, this one girl is also like, she like owned like three clinics and shit. Like that she's very sense. independent. She doesn't want like- Dude, especially like girls like that, girls who have money, yeah. especially if they have more money than you, exactly. get them to fucking buy you shit. They want to. I do that. <laughs> they, dude, they do want that. to. By the way, just side note, I get, girls, I get girls to buy me shit all the time. Dude, I fucking get girls to buy- I don't need them to. And here's the issue I have, okay? I didn't have money growing up. I didn't really have money until like three years ago. Maybe like four years ago, five years ago is when I kind of started making money. You know, I started making okay money, just enough to get by. Three years ago, I started making like really good fucking money. So after the past, so essentially the past a thousand days, I've been making bank. I've been making fucking mad money. I've been making really fucking good money. And so I feel bad inviting girls out and not paying for shit. But it's not because I feel obligated or because I feel like I need to do that to get them to 
fucking like me. Because before three years ago, anytime I was hanging out with a girl, I'd usually get them to split. So like if I go out for drinks, I would usually try to get girls to pay for the shit. And I remember you were really good at this. Like you would always get girls to pay for stuff. But I would usually get girls to split a 50-50 with me. So if I were to go to like always. a liquor store, I would just like tell the girls like, hey, do you have like $5? There's so like $10 bottle of wine. Or uh, if we're out for dinner or whatever, like they buy their own shit. I buy my own stuff. Yeah. By the way, I still do that. When I'm at restaurants, just so you know, I swear to fucking God, if I go to a restaurant with my girlfriend, I get her to buy her own thing. Yeah. Now, what if it's drinks, I, I sometimes tell them, hey, pay for this round. I'll pay for the next round. That works. That works. Yeah. Just like we'll take turns. You know what's crazy though? It's like when I'm out with my guy friends, I'm more likely to pay for my guy friends than for girls. 100%. Like I'm literally more likely they to deserve pay for it. Yeah, exactly. It's like my friends have had my back through thick and thin. And so like oftentimes when I'm out like at dinners and stuff all the time, man, I would always get the bill. It's usually, it depends where I'm at or what kind of restaurant it's at or like how expensive it is. But usually if it's like, let's be real, dude, if, if I'm just going to like grab a quick bite, it's fast food, it's cheap, I usually get it. Now, funny enough, if it's a girl I'm hooking up with or if it's a girl I'm, I am consistently hooking up with or a girl I'm dating, okay, I'll probably grab the bill. But it depends again, man. Like sometimes uh, about dinner, I'm like, Depends how much you like her. <laughs> it depends how much you really like her. I was out with my main chick. We went on an airplane. We like flew this random fucking airport in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of Ontario. And uh, we're at the restaurant. And when the bill came, I just like act quiet to see what she does. And like, I could get the bill, but I want to see what she would do. And uh, she got mine. I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks, babe. And so like, I think we should definitely normalize girls paying their fair share. At least 50-50. Go feminism. <laughs> no, straight up. <laughs> my general philosophy is you should only pay for girls... After our hooking up, and not even every single agree. time, not even not even every single time, just because she hooked up. Honestly, the only shit. Yo, the only time I would pay for a girl before hooking up is if I can tell that she's really poor. Yeah, if she pretty really much, pretty much the same thing. It. If she's like a student, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, and like she like took like an hour streetcar here. It like also to, depends. To it depends. It's like I just feel bad. Like no, I just want to be generous. When I was like, in we, Mexico, we make so much money. When I was like, in Mexico, dude. I would fucking pay for everything for girls during, and during COVID. I had my yeah. income cut by ninety percent. I had my income cut by ninety percent. But in Mexico, regardless, in the local I don't currency, say poor, but like let's say broke. Yeah, like I don't want to call anybody well, poor, dude. When I was a student, I was fucking broke, right? So like, I think this student mentality is just being broke because it's not like you don't have like student loans in your bank account. Well, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just a rich kid or something. But like, I had a bunch of money sitting in my fucking checking account when I was a student, and I don't know where it came from. I think it was like OSAP money or something like that, just sitting around my bank account. But I wouldn't use it. You know what I mean? I had like a broke mentality. In my head, I was like, fuck, like I don't have a job. I don't have an income. So I'm not gonna yeah. spend money that like is just in my bank account that I'm supposed to be using for school, right? And so, yeah, like versus now, again, when I was in Mexico during COVID, I was paying for everything of any girl I hung out with because the Ubers were like $2. Yeah. But the average income was a dollar an hour for a local yeah, Mexican, well right? So it's like, dude, literally in my head, I'm like, me spending a dollar on these girls is the equivalent of me spending like $15. So- I remember I had a date, actually, and this is a one-time thing. No, two times, I had one date that I spent like $50 on, maybe like $80 Canadian, and then another date where I spent like $100 on the girls in Mexico, but the average date, I spent $2 on Uber, and then like $10 on food, and it was nothing for me. For them, it was a lot of money, and so I was willing to do that. I was more than happy to, because not only do they really appreciate it, I felt bad, because it was COVID lockdowns and stay-at-home orders in Mexico. Yeah. They didn't have money. You know what I, I mean, it's like giving back yeah, for sure. But here, here's the thing in Toronto, man, a lot of girls are like sugar babies. They have an income and then they just want to extract value. Oh, yeah, That's what pisses you know me what off mean? too. It's like, okay, so I've worked at nightclubs like all my life. So I get like usually free drinks, right? Yeah. Drink tickets, whatever. But like, let's say I would give a girl like a drink or something, right? 
just like an appreciation, like give her a drink. I would see her like just run off and get drinks from 20 other guys. And it's like, yo, what the fuck? I mean, dude, our main chicks did that the other day. We brought them to the club. You didn't see it. They walked over to these dudes. Well, the guys were like, hey, uh, we got you drinks. Dude, it's so funny. Me and Matt's girlfriends, essentially, we're at the club with them. And (laughs) I literally see them getting talked to by these random guys. And the guys are like, here's drinks, here's shots. And then they come back to us. What yeah. are they going to say no to fucking drinks from random guys? So I see both sides of it. Because, like, like I don't want my fucking girlfriend no. flirting with some random fucking dude just for free drink. I'm, I'm, talking, drink about, I'm talking about a, a girl you just met. I feel like that's different. That's different. We've been a girl on both you sides. just met. We're been on, no, but the whole point is we've been on both sides, right? Our girlfriends are getting free drinks from random guys and then coming home with us. The girls we just met are getting random drinks from us and then go back to their boyfriends or whoever the guys they came with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've definitely had that happen. Yeah, I had, sure. a, I had a Damn. I had a Russian girl come out one time. It was a full on date. Like the dynamic was a date. I think I was working that night. So she just like followed me around while I was taking photos in the club. She was like really into me, but then I felt bad because she wasn't drinking anything. So I just bought her drinks because she was following me all night. We ended up going back to my place and I tried to go for a kiss and she's like, oh, I have a boyfriend. What the fuck? And at that point we hung out for like literally like four hours, like three, four hours. It's almost like they lose respect for you after you spend money on them. That's such weird. a fucked up experience. It's but, so weird. But it's like, she's also Russian, so I don't know if it's a culture thing, but she didn't even say thank you when she was like expected it. Strange. Yeah. I know exactly what I mean. Russian girls are weird like that. Yeah. So here's, I have another general philosophy I have is I never buy girls drinks in the club. If I just met the girl that night, I don't buy them drinks. Now, there's an exception. If I invited the girl out, if she was at my place pre-partying with me before the club or the bar or whatever, then yeah, I could buy her a drink. If I met her at the club and she's like, are you going to buy me a drink? Uh, no. But the thing you, is, this girl never asked me. The Russian girl never asked me. I just like felt bad because she was just standing sober. Fair enough. I mean, it was just like me being kind. It was just like odd to me that she had a boyfriend the whole time came out with Very me. Very strange. Very strange. Yeah, like, dude, if a girl, I don't know, what do you do with girls who ask you to buy them a drink? Because like usually I ignore them or I just like, dude, the moment a girl asks me to buy her a drink, I completely lose interest. And I just stop talking to her. Well, I tell her, okay, we have a game plan. We're going to finesse you drinks all night. Smart. And I just introduce her to like a bunch of random dudes. No, but like you never had random girls call to you and then be like, hey, you're going to buy me drinks? Oh, yeah, definitely. I just oh. used to tell them no. Oh, my God. But I, remember I usually have time. free bottle service. So I give them free drinks anyway. It's because I don't pay for it. I yeah, get free shit. Definitely this one time that I met a girl at a nightclub and it was like my night off. So I was just like hanging out and she kept coming up to me. I think you met her. This might be a long time ago, but I think you met her. And you were trying to flirt with her, but then you left because I don't know why you left. Maybe you went home with someone. What happened was I think you hyped me up so much that she thinks I was like super high value. By the way, Wingman Podcast is what we do. Basically, we hype each other up in front of girls. It's so savage. It's so savage. Like it's, the, it's the key to winging is like you just hype up your buddy. Having a wingman, this is why it's so important. This is like the number one trick to wingmanning is like you just hype the fuck out of your buddy. Yeah, that's literally and then a it, cheat it, it, code. It just, it's a cheat code. It just makes girls want to fuck. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, if I hype myself up, like, I'm this, I'm this. I'm it one of the best photographers in, it in works, the city. It works with some girls. It works with girls right? who are, uh, have a there, certain there's a, there's a trick on doing it, and we'll talk about that later, right? Like, to hype yourself up, but you sound like kind of complaining about your high status. Yeah. <laughs> it's like kind of like that Drake song. So it's like, <laughs> I'm sad. I'm, I have, like, three girls fighting over each other. I don't know which one to choose. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much money. It's like, it's, it's Fuck, like, what do I do with all these? What all, all this yeah, money? I can't find the key. I can't find my Rolex. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's a key to hyping yourself up that way. But when it comes to like wingman and each other, it works better if I hype you up and you hype me up than it is hyping each other. Dude, you, always, you always walk over to girls and you're like, yo, my buddy Justin's a famous YouTuber. He's one of the top club promoters in the city. Holy shit, this guy's so cool. You know what I do? I walk over to girls. I'm like, yo, I can't believe my buddy's talking to you. Like, he's the number one highest paid nightlife photographer in the city. Yeah. The clubs pay him $10,000 a night to, <laughs> to take photos. He takes fo- he took photos of Drake, which is actually true. He did take photos of Drake. Yeah. I'm like, yo, he takes photos of celebrities, which is true. And they're like, they're like, holy shit, what the fuck? He took photos of Drake? I'm like, yo, you should do a photo shoot with him. And then they're like, oh my God, Drake's yeah. photographer just get to take photos of me. I'm yeah. like, you're not Drake's photographer, but you take photos of Drake. You've yeah. taken photos of celebrities and shit. Yeah, I would just go up to a girl and be like, or sometimes I'd like, yeah, yeah be nice, be polite. <laughs> when, when, <laughs> don't when embarrass bringing, me. When we're don't bringing girls me. to your house, or we're going to bring girls to your house. Yeah, don't embarrass me. Um, it's a multi-million dollar penthouse. My buddy <laughs> Justin's a famous YouTuber. Please be chill. Are you guys going to be chill? You're not going to make a mess because I'll kick you the fuck out. <laughs> that every time. That's sick. Yeah. So that's the way to do it. That's like, yeah, Exactly. I do the same thing with my own penthouse. I'm like, girls, you got to be on your best, best behavior. behavior. Yeah. I would say be on your best behavior. My roommate's sleeping. My roommate's a multimillionaire. Like, we can't wake him up. He runs a nine-figure company. Like, we can't fucking sleep up. You got to be on your best behavior. We can't be louder enough to kick you out. I do the exact same fucking thing from my own place. And then the girls are just like, Ooh. They're like, holy shit. What? And oh then, well, they walk in and then like, they see like fucking Renaissance art and they see like sick bar and stuff, right? <laughs> it looks sick. Fits the description. And they're like, oh, cool. It's been our best behavior. Honestly, man, what are other ways you don't get girls to cheat? What are other ways? I would say give them good dick. Like that's a, that's a, like a really good strategy. Oh, yeah. If you give the girl the best sex ever, she's not going to cheat on you. 100%. Once your sex life goes stale, your girl's probably yeah, fucking another dude. I definitely... My sex life with my main girl right now, dude, is not good. We used to go at it five times a day. I used to fuck her like animals. She used to scream at the top of her fucking lungs. And now it's like pretty bad. I almost feel like she just fucks me because she feels obligated. But like, no problem. I just go out and fuck other girls. How um, is your sex life? It's been good? It's good, man. It's good. I don't know like how much detail you want. As much as you want. As much as you want. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good? That's literally right. it. Cool. Well, are we getting details on like, well, you know what's what crazy? sex is like I, with I me? Found, I found that like, as oh, right, I'm getting yeah, older. Because we're, we're relating it back to making a girl stay. Because that's 100%. I'm fairly confident that I show girls a really good time. Yeah. You know what it is though? It's very subjective, right? Because you don't know what other kind of sexual experiences they're yeah. having. But what's interesting is because yeah, I've got more experience than the average guy, I know I'm giving her better dick. Like my worst dick is probably better than her best dick she's had. Yeah, you know 100%. I mean? That's, that's I 90, bust out sex 90, toys. 95% of the I time. I bring yeah. out an ass spanker. I fucking it's tie like, them up and no shit. No guy has ever choked me before. Like, I mean, you know what's crazy? You're going to say this on camera and some guys might get out of context, but it's like most girls are into like kinky BDSM shit. They like their hair pulled. Yeah, like not, getting choked. Basically all of them, dude. Respectfully. You get asked permission. Like, hey, are you into this? Do you like this? And, you know, as long as you're consenting, then it's cool. And so what's interesting is that, like, usually I bust the vibe. I'm like, are you into sex toys? Uh, I bust the ass banker. I'm like, are you into this? And, like, they're into it. And so, like, yeah, it's, it's such a unique sexual about. experience because the average guy they're hooking up with isn't Not every girl's, using like, sex toys. super comfortable in the beginning, but... Yeah. You know what's crazy? Most of the girls I hook up it. with are into it. Yeah, like, yeah, most, most of the girls are, are, are 100% into, like, the sex toys. Like, if they're not into it, I don't use it, but, like, I don't really have that. You also track crazier girls than I do but by the way I, yeah no I do tra- I track fucking like psychopathic women straight up <laughs> I track like crazy issues. party girls yeah I track like fucking animalistic type females I track the opposite of that I feel yeah because no, I'm more chill you're more chill 
Yeah. yeah. I think girls like compliment me. Like I always ask every girl they talk to. And after we hook up, what do you like about me? Like, why did you go for me? It's like, oh, you're super chill. You like weren't trying. You kind of just were like sitting there. <laughs> yeah, the girls I go for are like crazy, yeah. dude. Like all of them are just crazy as fuck. I don't know, yeah. man. I think I bring it out on them, man. I don't know. I think it's like I you're also bring a crazy them. personality. Like yeah. super loud and like extroverted. I'm more again. Think about this, right? I don't want to say that's want to make girls stay because it actually doesn't. It freaks them out. If you're too crazy, it's too much pressure, and so they can't take you seriously as a dating partner. But I find when I want to go to stay, I can make her stay by giving her really good sex and by showing her it I'm also, serious. It also depends where where she's at in life. Like, you know, sure. it's not really what you do. Like, here's the thing that I realized lately, like a lot of the results that I think I'm getting or guys think that they're getting, they think it's their game. They think it's what they're doing. Like, yeah, it's part that. But 90% of the time, it's like the girl's choice that she went home with you. For sure. It's the girl's choice that to date you. It's the girl's choice that... You're right. She cheated on her boyfriend with you. It's literally her choice. Like literally it, her choice. I literally just show up. That's what I feel. You I know just what's show fucked up, up though, dude? I don't even feel like it's their choice though. I feel like it's almost like their subconscious brains in control. And that's the way I see it. Yeah, like, yes, you're right. It's their choice. But the way I see most humans is like, if you think about the day-to-day, like how many decisions do you think you made today versus your subconscious brain made decisions? Uh, probably 95% subconscious. It's all subconscious, well, right? Well, just to go deep, right? Like, what are your thoughts? Your thoughts are just literally reactions of uh, like whatever it is you're feeling. Yeah. It's like the but more it, you it's get like into chemical meditation. Reactions. It's, yeah. like, it's, it's literally it's like chemical reactions. Your thoughts are like rationalizations of what you want to do. Pretty much. It's like, it, let's say we want to really do a podcast. We just feel like doing it. <laughs> yeah. we, we just like, just brainwash ourselves thinking we actually want to do it, but we want to do it. But just an example. There's an underlying reason of why we want to do it, right? It's because we're motivated right now. We see inspiration in this. We think this is gonna be really cool. You want to do something. Yeah. Yeah. It's life purpose, which is like instinctual, right? Because think about it, right? Instinctually as a man, you want to have something that fulfills you and gives you purpose. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm already doing that. I honestly think I'm doing too much. But the podcast, is, I think is fucking sick as fuck. I love it. what we're doing right now is awesome. Yeah, just it's good like, content. I, this is just the beta version of what we're doing, dude. We're yeah. going to fucking take this to another level, bro. We got to stick out this shit. This is going to be fucking yeah. epic. Dude, the way I see it is like a lot of the girls, you think it's a decision to want to go home with you, but it's almost like her feminine instinct saying, go home with this guy. He's higher value than my boyfriend. I should have sex with this guy because, you know, if I show him a good time, he'll keep me around and potentially date me. I should hook up with this guy because he has higher mate value than my past three dudes I hooked up with. And if I did get pregnant, the baby will have strong genetics. Yeah. Because of his alpha instinct, it will be passed on to the child. Yeah. But, well, let me, let me uh, add a counterpoint. Because I've definitely had moments when I was dating a girl where I was like, when I was a very beta and she still like stuck around. Yeah. You know what? I don't understand what that is. I, I think, is I think in relationships, you can be beta and alpha. You can be both. I don't know. I, I feel it like it just depends on the girl. How, it, it, like, it does depend I, on the girl. Awake like how woke she is you know it depends I mean? on some girl. girls just like want to they're just ride or die you can be broke True. you can be rich you can be like sad you're right like happy and she, here's the thing like though right being alpha and beta isn't dependent on your financial situation it's dependent on your behavior oh true well, it's, it's not dude you could be alpha as fuck and broke as shit think about this right guess, think about yeah. how many rich dudes get cheated on how many rich guys get their girls stolen from them by some young fuck boy i can't tell you how many times i you know what fucks my head up the reason I hook up a lot of girls isn't has nothing to do with money. Like I'm not even like wealthy by most people's standards. What's interesting though is a lot of the girls 
who hook up with me, they're not accountants. They have no idea how much money I have. I find if I use money to get girls, it hurts me and they don't want to hook up with me. They want to hook up with me because of like the things that would just attract them. Girls will hook up with you based on the way you make them feel. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Yes, sir. It's being a hot young fuck boy yeah. versus like some serious business owner. That's what's going to get you the girls. And so when you're broke as shit with your girlfriend. I mean, it depends on the girl as well, right? It depends on the girl for sure. It depends on the girl, how old she is, it where she's in life. Because a lot of girls would prefer. Reality is subjective. Woman. So it depends I'm on the way she man. sees things, right? Yeah. Some girls are really into that. But most girls that we meet, they like to go with cool promoter guys. It's because of their emotions. It's because they're emotions, right? Because think about this. If you're demonstrating, hey, I'm like this guy who has this set of behavior patterns. Well, she knows that, okay, cool. This guy can use those behavior patterns to take care of me. Yeah. And you can also use those behavior patterns to take care of me long term potentially. Yeah. It's like a... She doesn't need you to be a millionaire to take care of her. The thing is promoting in nightclubs or like being cool in nightclubs is also very environmental status. It's true. Like a lot of those guys outside, it's like a whole different... For sure. What happens if you put two hamsters in a cage? They end up hooking up, right? And so I find a lot of these types of like little social circles. Yeah. Or a lot of these little pockets of like experience. You end up hanging out with a girl for a long period of time. She either ends up liking you or ends up friend zoning you. It's one of the two. It's very rare that she's going to keep fucking you and friend zoning you. Mm -hmm. That does happen too. You all have like fuck buddies. But the way I see it is like, here's the thing. If you fuck a girl once a week, you're fuck buddies. If you fuck a girl twice a week, you're seeing each other. If you fuck her three times a week, you're pretty much dating. If you fuck her four to five times a week, you're in a very serious monogamous that's relationship. <laughs> that's you know what I mean? Lot. And if you fuck her every single Sheesh. day, you're whipped, homie. And oh that's that's the only difference. That's what it is with sex. It's like if you're fucking once a week, you're just fuck buddies, bro. If you're fucking once every two weeks, she's fucking you and she's probably fucking some other dude. Probably fucking some black guy. <laughs> that's the way I see it. And, and by the way, that's fucking what reality is. I'm just being honest. Like I've seen it all. That's what it is. If you're only fucking her once a week, she is your fuck buddy. But if you fuck her any more than that, you're pretty much dating. True. Right? It doesn't matter what the situation is, but if you're not fucking her at all, you're friend zone, homie. That's what it is. Friend zones. So that's another trick to uh, making a girl fall in love with you, make her not cheat, is fucking her as much as you want. If you're having sex with your girlfriend less yeah. than three times a week, she's going to go on to fuck someone else. No, well, it depends, right? If it's you're fucking a girl less than once every two weeks, she definitely is going to go on and fuck someone else. If she's that type, because we definitely know a lot of girls that don't need that attention. Over, over, long, guys. No, over a long period of time, bro. You're thinking short term versus long term. And again, I this guess. is my opinion. I'm talking about the course like fucking <laughs> we 10 also years. Have, again, we also attract very different girls, dude. Like I'm, I'm so used to girls just being like so committed. Imagine you're married to a woman for 15 years. You don't have sex with her for five years, but she's still young, hot and fit. And then some dude who looks like a younger version of you comes along. Imagine yeah. you got married and you're dating a girl for 15 years and she stops having sex with you. I mean, because whatever reason, because you don't want to fuck her anymore. She still looks good. And a dude half her age or like five years younger than her wants to fuck her. You tell me she's not going to do it uh, at some point. And they're friends, they're coworkers. It it they depends. see each other every day. It depends where I'm at in life, dude. Like, I feel like when I'm 50, I'm going to be even more of a savage than I am now. But like the concept of like you not hooking up with your girl, if oh, you don't give your okay. girl dick, no, she's going to go get dick from somewhere makes else. Makes sense. Makes sense. The reason you're not getting well, cheated on something is because like that. the reason like, you're not. That'll be my fault instead of. Well, for sure. That'll for be sure. my fault. But of, like, that's the all point, right? A lot of guys, their girlfriend stops having sex with them. Maybe because they're having like beta 
subconscious behavior. Mm-hmm. But then it's strange because like they'll stop hooking up. Their sex life goes to shit. And then eventually another guy comes along and like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Tyrone. That Tyrone comes along. Chad comes along. Tyrone plays for a varsity team. <laughs> he's like captain of the football team. <laughs> Ca- captain of his college football team. And now he's fucking your girl. Because you're not giving her enough dick. You're not demonstrating enough charisma in your relationship. You're not leading. As a man, you need to be a re- leading a relationship. The woman yeah. wants to be at the effect. Read The Way of the Superior Man by David Data. The woman wants to be at the effect. Have you read that book, Matt, by the yeah, way? Yeah, I've read that book like 11 times. 11 fucking times. Goddamn. So yeah. I've only read it a few times. But... um. Masculine feminine. I think I only read it like two or three times. But yeah, the woman wants to be the effect. The man needs to lead the relationship. And if you're mm-hmm. not doing that, she feels like you're a little beta bitch. She can cheat on you. Mm-hmm. Just don't be beta. But what does being beta mean versus being alpha? A lot of guys think being alpha is like some chest beating yeah. caveman fuck. But it's not what it is. It, it well, means like leading and being masculine. It means uh, being mature and diplomatic. It means uh, loving her fully. It means showing her that you love her fully and that you'll nurture her emotions. Yeah. When it comes to being alpha, I don't dude. I feel like some people are just born with it. I don't know. Like your buddy Alfredo, I feel like. No, I, I personally don't think anyone's born an alpha. That's just my opinion. I, so, I, I don't think so. I, like I, I think, I think alphas. it, I think it's, no, it's his fucking dad used to make him fucking do all kinds well, of The shit. reason dad why I think ass. you're born with it. Cause I feel like we're born. We're definitely born alphas. I don't know if, I, no, man, I don't think I was born alpha, dude. I think I fucking grew into it. With, I used to get bullied. I used to. Here, here's my theory. Here's my theory. Here's why I think we're born alphas. You're born with a drive to be an alpha. I think some people that way. No, I don't think so, dude. I feel like some people are comfortable being betas. We're not. I get what you're saying. Some like, people are comfortable being betas. Like they're fine being on the sidelines. Like we're there, not. There's people who are totally okay with that. Ever since like, I was fuck? younger, it was like, what the fuck? Like, why am I not accomplishing? What I want to accomplish. I don't know. Are they okay with it though? Like, I feel like they lie to themselves. I feel like they think they're okay with it, but they're not. And they lie to themselves and act like they are okay with it, but they're not. Yeah. I don't think anyone's actually okay being actually beta. It's like we want to develop our masculinity. You know, we want to grow into the most alpha we can be. That mentality is very alpha. And even if we start off very beta with like, you know, being shy and shit, dude, like, think about it like this doing game, learning successful girls and personal development that is going against the grain not a lot of people are doing that that's us wanting to stand the out. way i see We're it was like not fitting i, feel, I felt like almost like in. i was triggered into it i felt like because i was struggling i was triggered into it honestly yeah through pain maybe yeah. right though maybe some people are just born alphas maybe i was just naturally alpha like, who the fuck knows i don't know i personally don't think i was i think it was like learned you know what i mean like learned yeah. behavior i mean you're not born you you just like kind of make different decisions than other people. I feel like the world kind of shapes you to be something. Yeah. I don't know, man. The way I see it, like my whole life, I always felt like I was cut out. Like I was cut from a different cloth. I was like different. I always felt that. So maybe you're right. Yeah, maybe, that, maybe it's like an instinctual instinct. That makes you, you know alpha, I mean? yeah. Maybe it was instinct. Maybe, it, maybe it's, it's like, You're born to be different. You're maybe born certain to, things trigger that instinct. Yeah, you're born you know not I mean? to be a sheep. You're born into, to lead like your own kind of life. And like not follow everyone else. I think that's what beta means. Beta in life means you just kind of like do what everyone else is doing and you're fine with it. But if you're like someone who tries to make something out of your life and you're conscious about it, I think that makes you an alpha. That's like a larger scale of viewing it. No, I like that. I I, I do think that's what makes someone alpha. It's not like being some like caveman fuck who's like cool and a dickhead. Exactly. In fact, you know what's crazy? So I noticed this the other day when we were at the club. 
I noticed that there's like a lot of these dudes who just like mean mug and they just have like it's like angry look on their face. Yeah. And they're trying to use it to pick up girls and it doesn't work. They just come off <laughs> creepy as fuck. Yeah, and no, they try to look cool and shit. It's like them trying to look cool, but it's a false version of masculinity. Because they don't have the yeah. communication skills developed. They don't have the ability to effectively, respectfully approach a woman. Yeah. Versus like, I did one approach the other night. The girl's super into me. And like, we we're making out and shit. And she's just so fucking into it. It's like, all this guy had to do is say, hi, what's up? My name is Jamarcus, whatever the fuck his name is, right? Uh, have you seen the movie Troy? I think so, yeah. Yeah? Have you seen the scene where, like, Troy, like, fought this, like, super huge guy? Uh, I mean, like, that's one way you can, like, describe someone who's alpha. But it's, like, being real alpha is just, like, a man who's just on his shit. Here's the issue a lot of guys have, and this is why a lot of girls cheat. Most guys just don't have personal boundaries. Most men have zero personal boundaries. A girl, like, fuck another dude, and then, like, the guy will apologize. The guy will be like, oh, my God, it's my fault my girl fucked another yeah. guy. I feel like a lot of guys like don't grow out of that, you know. I feel like if that was me, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, dude, if, like, I swear to God, if I even see my girlfriend talking to another dude, if there's even another dude in her phone, I'm just like, okay, bye. You're not my girlfriend anymore. Like, we can still fuck. Honestly, same. But like, I'm dead serious. It's just like a disrespect, bro. I'm not even joking. If I have a girlfriend and she's even texting another dude, goodbye. But like, same. it's funny because like way. my girlfriends don't. Yeah, but I think or like, or I'll just cheat or something. But, but, I, don't know, I don't know. They don't because. We're the type of guy that would just cut them off. It's true. I feel like they can feel it. They can yeah, feel that we'll just like cut them off if they ever do something yeah, shady no, like, like that. Very you know what I mean? Yeah. Most guys don't have that personal boundary. Most guys don't have the fucking. Yeah, and that's probably why like, they don't keep have the girl That's true. That, that's why they can't even get a girlfriend in the first place. Because they're not the type of dude that will do that. It's true. It's trippy as fuck. It, it's kind of a catchway too. It's the rich get richer. You know what I mean? But with guys and with dating. Gotta have boundaries, bro. You gotta have, and it just doesn't mean just being a dick. It means having self-respect. Yeah. Putting yourself first. Putting your purpose first as a man. I feel like being that type of guy, like I had to definitely grow into it because I was the opposite. Like I just went through so much pain from not being the man. And because of all that pain, it made me more of a man. I don't know if that I know exactly sense. what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. It's like I had to go through it. The reason why I'm like, I have these boundaries because I've been hurt before. And if you don't set those boundaries, you get hurt again, right? Exactly. It's like for someone to be alpha, I feel, I feel in their life and in relationships, you have to have gone through some level of pain to get really deep. I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, most of the guys I know who fucking killed it in life went through a lot. Sometimes it gets so overwhelmed with like yeah. the future. It's like, I used to get so fucking overwhelmed trying to find my soulmate, dude. I can't tell you, Matt, how overwhelmed I used to get. Like, almost, like, desperate trying to find the one or trying to find, like, my soulmate. And, like, there's a saying, you're only free to do anything once you've lost everything. Once I stopped trying, Dude. I started getting so many girls who just want to love me and want to date so me. So many soulmates. Like, I swear to God, I can fall in love every have, week. Like, bro, I feel like I have five soulmates. <laughs> I, know, I, remember, I remember telling me that. And it's, like, after I stopped trying to find the one, I could just get it whenever I want, pretty much. That's the thing. It's, like, very spiritual as well. It's, like, when you stop searching for something, that's when you actually find it. It's true. And same with girls. When you stop trying to get them, that's when you get them. It's trippy. It's weird how that works. Right. I find I'm like kind of there in business. I'm trying. I'm working so many different is, projects. I feel like you also can't like try to not try because you're still trying. So you have to like, for me, I have to like completely focus on something else. Yeah. Focus I mean. on your yourself. Focus on yeah. your business. Focus on your health. Like work out and like make your life better. And this advice, girls can also like benefit from. True. Don't be too focused on 
boys. Try to make yourself a, like a better person. Like I was having trouble finding a girlfriend at one point that I got too desperate to. And I think I remember someone telling me it might be cheesy Instagrammy Pinterest stuff, but stop trying to find like the right person start becoming the right person. No, I, I agree with that. That's not cheesy at all. It's fucking so true. Start becoming the right person. You don't for, attract like, what person. you want. You attract what you are. And so once you become that person where it just makes sense, you're going to find that right part. Exactly. Technically, your soulmate or soulmates are out there. I wonder why I only attract cheating whores. This <laughs> 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 is joking. I'm just joking. Where am I? <laughs> but definitely not not us i'm, not I'm definitely i'm definitely not a cheating whore it's not me it's anyway your job it's my job it's my job to be a cheating whore well i think we had a good run man yeah you know what? if you guys want to see more content like us guys make sure to subscribe to your channel go follow matt on instagram matt levine follow me on instagram drunk justin too yep matt.levine with an e it's like our levine but with an e <laughs> and uh if you guys want you can check out my main channel justin mark my youtube channel and uh, yeah, go follow us on Instagram if you guys have any questions. Subscribe to this channel, guys. We need to, uh, I really want this to turn into something amazing. Like, let's be real here, dude. We have the ability to create an awesome community here. People who want to develop themselves and just become the best version of themselves. And so I don't even know what this podcast is going to become. I do know that I spent the last decade traveling around the world, 50 countries, six continents, and Matt has as well, coaching guys, working in the men's dating field, helping guys become the best version of themselves and teaching this stuff to millions of people. And I'm hoping this channel turns into something even more impactful with my first wingman here, Matt Levine. I'm super excited yep. to turn this into something crazy. We're going to make sure we do at least one video a week for you guys, but hopefully we'll do even more. Maybe we'll even go on and do three videos a week. We're going to see how it goes. And yeah, guys, we'll talk to you guys soon.